1: You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the
0: technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the Go To collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new Go To collection on adidas.com/golf, fella.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?
3: I'm Nick Alberga, The Golden Muzzy, and you're listening to Missing Curfew.
0: Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew, Up Dog, my man. The big fella. How we doing, baby? Doing good. Good weekend?
1: I had a great weekend. I, uh, you know, uh, as on my Instagram, little family time. Um, Our nanny is currently in Italy, enjoying wine, as you well know. Lily. And food. Lily. We miss you, Lily.
0: Lily, get back here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did the air show.
0: I got the air show right here. I brought Izzy
1: to the air show. She was making sandcastles and stuff with her headphones on, but she...
0: uh, I saw a fucking cute picture of Izzy sitting on a soccer ball or something.
1: Yeah, she had her first soccer practice. Wow, did she
0: look cute sitting on that
1: soccer ball? I mean the whole parent thing is is great so it's all these different like you know mountains you climb and experiences you get to have with your kid and the one i've really been enjoying now is like seeing how she likes to like play different sports or what she likes to do and so this was her first soccer practice coach Nate he was out there teaching them to sit on an egg like a chicken. So that was what she was doing. All right. There.
0: Well, then she ha- missed. Accomplished.
1: And she went and scored two goals, like where they just had to go one on one with the net, <laughs> and she just buried it in there. Right? Did she celebrate? I got the soccer did net she celebrate like?
0: Did she celebrate like her dad or? What yeah, I do?
1: celebrated harder than she did. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty pumped for. Her. Um, but no, it's cool just to see how they interact. And now, like I played soccer as a kid, so yeah. I I'm trying to push these things on her, right, to see what sticks. And I think soccer. How the do you one think you're gonna
0: be like? She's too young now, but as she yeah. gets older, and then as Beckham gets older, like, and you're gonna be now the sock the, the parent on the sidelines at the rink. Uh, are you gonna be calm, cool, collective? Or are you gonna get on the refs, or we, or you'll just see how it plays out? It's I think you gotta to tell.
1: like right now. You kind of gotta promote like the game to them and cheer them on from the sidelines or they're just gonna sit there and pick grass and like they'll be just hanging out right like you want gonna be like okay run Izzy run or like kick the ball pass it you know it's like the common sense that these kids are just going to be little space cadets out there.
0: I was sitting down picking grass at a fest, for different for different reasons <laughs>
1: picking grass and rolling it rolling uh, I think I was
0: rolling around in the grass at one point, but uh, yeah,
1: so so anyway, so the soccer was great, and then you know it was a full weekend with her, but we we brought her the air show and yeah um. Shout out to my uh, a friend of ours and a guy who loves the pod. We came to our Vegas setup last year for the All Star Game. Daniel Katz, great guy. He's basically top motherfucking gun. He's Maverick. He's fucking badass. Leading, they leads the group of Thunderbirds out there. The five guys that just fly around and
0: are yeah, just they, were, kamikaze, they were they were buzzing sauce. by my place all day Saturday. Like I don't know if they were looping around, but like I would hear them and I would go out and watch them. And yeah. And yeah, then so, a couple, there's some big boy planes out there too though, right? Like the yeah, actual,
1: they, they do the the craziest thing of the whole weekend. So it's, it's basically four hours of, of different, you know, 30 minute shows. And, and the craziest one is the Red Bull helicopter. That fucking guy, this is nuts. He's going up and coming down free falling, doing flips in the air in a helicopter. The helicopter is not supposed to do that. No, this guy does it for like a half hour and it's, it blows your mind to watch. But, um, you know, it's it's America. America flexing their power. You know, these fucking F 16s just bombing over. You know, and a bunch of boats out in the water. And Tommy and Stacy, shout out to them, our friends here. Tommy got they um, they had a brand new boat, seventy five feet. So they hosted a bunch of us Sunday. Seventy five footer, it's eh? massive. We were watching football in there. I had the iPad, with the Direct TV streamed to the TV, and and nice. then we watched the shows up from the top deck. It was it was killer. And um, you no, know, th- these boat. The way the boats are out there, it's a city of little boats, but the planes are, are legit right over your fucking head. Oh, yeah.
0: On, on Saturday, I went yeah. for my morning walk on Ocean before I head for a swim. And you know on Ocean Boulevard where you're coming out of Newport Harbor, I've never seen so many boats heading towards Huntington. Like yeah. It was like they looked like the 405. They were just fucking all humming out to Huntington to watch the air show.
1: Yeah, so it was, it was great. It was, a, it was a nice way to spend, uh, spend an afternoon in Huntington Beach. They do a good job down there. We stayed at, well, we parked in, and had drinks at Paseo which is oh, nice. right in the middle of it all. Yeah. So the
0: pickup family there had a nice little setup for the boys. The pickup family, they are uh, top, something special. So, um, I missed you at Ohana Fest this year. Um, we went down, PJ, myself, Joe D, Loops, Pico, um, Jack White, man. I'm fucking telling you up, dog. This guy is a rock star. Like, he played for an hour. He played all his bangers. He ended with Seven Nation Army. and like, And, and I love Eddie. And listen, every time I see Eddie without Pearl Jam, there's a part of me that just wants Pearl Jam. And it's no disrespect to Eddie. Eddie was great. But for him to follow Jack White, I almost, for the first time ever, almost felt a little bad for Eddie. I was like, fuck, if you're not going to bring it here. And he, he didn't really bring it early. He brought it late. But yeah. like Jack had set the tone that everyone after that concert was like, holy shit. Like it's been a while since I've seen him yeah, live. Like totally. he, The way he plays that like guitar. It was insane.
1: I heard Stevie Nicks played a great show Friday, too. Like just, I heard
0: she sounded amazing. And again,
1: you're down on the beach. Jack White might even be a, a guy that, you know, it it's, could be a little intense for the setting and maybe what Eddie wants there. Like, yeah. Eddie is, like, he plays his yuki. You know, he's a ukulele. He's doing a. Uh, he's doing basically a, what do you call it, a fucking acoustic set. Yeah. Jesus, I can't even talk. <laughs> it's that indica still in my system from last night. Um, yeah, lingers. So it does, right? lasting effect. I had swim this morning. Someone healthy. get a
0: coffee here for fun. <laughs> uh, so mm. it was, It was.
1: Uh, I'm sure it was a great time. I'm sure Ohana Fest killed. It looked like a great crowd. The, uh,
0: the drummer for the Chili Peppers, Chad Smith, is that his name? Chad Smith, yeah. Fuck, is he a legend? He had a backwards Dodgers hat on that Binger would have loved, but he had this like one-piece silver outfit with the sleeves cut off and he was just fucking up there. He was, I was getting him, I guess I was feeding off of his energy. Yeah, he, should. He's such a veteran. He was bringing it and then the one guitar guy, I think, you, I think he hung out on the bus at Bonnaroo back in the he day. He did, yeah. What um, was his name?
1: He played, he played an hour set in our tent at Bonnaroo yeah. one year. Danny Clinch brought him in. Andrew Watt, yeah, who's like now, he's, he wins awards every year for producing. He's like Ozzy Osbourne, step, basically stepson. I think Ozzy took care of this kid when he was young. Um, and he's like with the Jane's Addiction bassist, Chris Chaney. So they actually, that's a sick band, the Earthlings. That's who Eddie probably brought out, right? Yeah,
0: I think he did. I was on a different planet at that, that time. I'm not gonna <laughs> okay. lie. To you. And it you was know the what? Drunkest guy. Um, fuck, I don't know. Me or PJ probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to Manchester Orchestra too. I don't know if anyone's ever. I seen like them. them. They're a fucking great live. Yeah, they brought I like it. Them a lot. They brought, they brought it. They were great. And then Sunday night, Pink played. I would have liked to go and see Pink. Actually, you know, I've a never lot I've a never lot of babes there. Yeah, after that. I know.
1: A lot of babes. You and Binger could have went. I've Two single guys.
0: Just mix it up. Huh? Hey, bring her do some damage at the pink concert, hey eh, fella. <laughs> hey, butts. Man, we gave this one guy. We had a rolled up doobie or whatever, and our buddy hands Pico hands it to this like hippie looking motherfucker, and I'm like, after he had it back, I'm like, throw that one out. <laughs> like, we are not smoking that one again. Like, we gotta draw a line here somewhere. No, like, maybe I was wrong, but I'm like, come on, the guy was a nice guy, but like, he had looked like you don't. Know, he had been h- putting hand sanitizer on there for no, no. Is that a is that a bad playbinger or like do I do I should just let the doobie. He's probably keep going? lipping the thing too, right? Lipping just, it. I was about yeah, to it. He was probably lick. lipping it. He was yeah. lipping it. I had to draw I had to you, step in there. You don't want to share it with someone who lips it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? So. And when you pass the doobie back, like is it that hard to, to understand? Like just put it on my <laughs> tape. <laughs> put the fingers there and put your lips over your own fingers. Yeah. Don't don't like be licking my doobie. You You're know not trying mean? to deep throw the doobie. You're <laughs> yeah. just trying to smoke it. But it's only right at a concert that the doobie goes around and around to people, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what oh, it's there for. Usually I think I think it's like just standard concert protocol to just have one puff of the doobie
0: and pass it. And on. Keep it etiquette, on. Moving. etiquette. Just keep keep yeah. it moving, right? Plus, You don't want to take too many puffs. So the next thing you know, you're too cooked. You don't want to like, be too oh, cooked. Either. Too oh, cooked. see,
1: I'm a puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff, pass. And then you give it to the one guy who's just like, you know, he just <laughs> pretends like he puffs it and passes it on. You're like, come <laughs> on, buddy, have like a,
0: have a pull. Have me. one. Have, have a pull. Have it. it's, it's steady. Do you remember how many yeah. doobies you'd roll up in the Bonnaroo bus when we first landed? This is bigger. This is pre like. Weed stores where you get pre rolled. Like we, Updog, we flew in private one year, so we had some weed with us, and you must have spun up. It's 50, yeah. 50? 50? Well, you had to, me and Pete. Well, like 50. right when we got in there, you 50. spun him up. Like pff, this guy could roll the sickest doobie, National League doobie. You had to. Uh, it was unreal. So Updog, Ohana Fest, we missed you, but if anyone who lives around this area, check it out next year. Eddie does a great job there. Um, weekly NFL, uh, we both won our fantasy. Congratulations. You're on the board. I'm
1: on the board. You one and two. You did say baby.
0: to me last week at lunch, you said, or after podcast or something, you said, "Obi, I feel like my team's going to bust loose. And I'm just I'm due with, for breaking. With breakup. 180 points or something you got, right? 179 yeah. points. Wow. Come Good. on, baby. Good week. I beat Fact Daddy. Uh, sorry, Fact Daddy, I beat you. Russell Wilson stunk again, but I still somehow won. Who did he have?
1: I'll tell you what my, um, uh, my go-to guy is my tight end, Hawkinson from fucking Detroit Boys. He went, he went off. off. He went 38 points. What? Yeah. How are you? Jared, Jared Goff's just been launching the ball to him.
0: Jared Goff's been launching the ball to him and the other team. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that hurt, doesn't hurt me, though. I got caller Mac at this week. Let's go to the league standings. I'm in second behind Schenner, up dog. All right, you got your, you're down there, Nate, but you're hanging in there. You're hanging in there. A lot of football left. A lot of football left. My so. team's
1: good. Eckler finally had his first three touchdowns you got to like that. It's promising. It's my fourth the, overall pick.
0: What's going on with your Rams, Binger? I took, the, I took the 49ers last night. Just hammered the 49ers.
3: I don't think they've beaten the Niners in the regular I think
0: they're 0-10 now against the Niners in the regular season. Now, just in San Francisco or? or 0- regular or season. Yeah. Even in L.A.? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Wow. I'll double check, but. I don't really you can't play but You got to do a little research there, fella. I just bet with my, you know. Uh, you gave me Kansas City, though, on Sunday night. I appreciate it. I was sitting there <clears throat> on my couch, just ordered some dinner, and I didn't know who to take. I'm like, it feels like Mahomes. Tampa just had a hurricane. But I don't know. It's Tom Brady and Bucks defense. I don't know. And you're like, Kansas City in the over. And I just took Kansas City, so thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I Holmes, he played, homes, Kelsey. Mahomes. He played like, much. I mean, I, I don't know. That was crazy how good he played. Yeah, Tampa Bay's defense could be the best in the league or top five for sure, and he just dominated.
1: I would say San Fran's after watching that game last night. They're up there, and Dallas. Dallas, is, Dallas has great D.
0: They let the dogs out.
1: I hate watching teams with their D like that, especially when I bet with the other team.
0: Yeah, but don't you they like it when get you, smothered, dude? I had the Cowboys a couple Sunday nighters ago against the Giants, and I was watching that Cowboys defense, loving every second of it. I'm like, this Daniel Jones, if he gets out of here alive, it'll be a miracle. Like when they're just hunting them all day, and staff. I love Staff, but the Niners last night, they were all over him. All over him. And he,
1: yeah, his center gets hurt. Look at this. Thank you. Delivery. Sam. Wow. That is, that's is—that's right off the Keurig. That's yeah. hot. Thank you, Sam. What a sweetheart. Um, by the way, Matt Stafford, his center going down last night. The guys yeah, just, it hurts. It hurts. Did the other guy ever play a game
0: before? First time player. I think
1: you could have done a better job <laughs> snapping the ball back and just giving it a <laughs>
0: huh? I could be a good offensive lineman right now, I think, in the CFL for sure. 100%. <laughs> Um, up dog, serious news here. Tua Tag Tagavola. Is that how you say it? How do you say his last name? Just call him Tua. I know, but I want to try I want to try to put Binger, Binger, help him out here. OBS, give it another shot. Tua Tagliavola. <laughs> <laughs> Ta- I don't
1: even know. I'm, I'm Tagliavola. Tag-
0: Can you use it as a sentence, please? He, he also T- has figure, him on his. He's it, got Bing? him
1: on his fantasy team too, by the way. Ah,
0: fuck, I know. Fantasy. How do you say it, Bing? Maxi?
4: T- Tagavayola.
0: Tagavayola. Tua. As Collins would say, uh Tua, while two Tua's fucking in one. Yeah, yes. And listen, this is serious. This is serious. We, I want to get in this with you because concussions are serious in any sport. I didn't think he should have played because it was a short week. If it was a normal week where he comes back on a Sunday and wants to play after coming back from what he said was a back injury, but to play him on the road in Cincy where they probably weren't going to win that game no matter what, you're 3-0, and let him sit out, go with Terry Bridgewater – It was a bad look for the NFL up dog. I know you text me right after, like there's no way he should have been playing. Um, you know, the guy, the, the, the doctor got fired. The neurologist got fired. I told you someone was going to lose a job. Shocker. He got fired. Chris Collins were said, sorry, real quick. Chris Collins were said the same thing. He's like, I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert, but it's got to pass. It's got to pass the eye test. So if you're an NFL fan, like me and you, we see Tua fucking stumble around. He's right back out there. And then playing Thursday, it's just not a good look.
1: Pass the eye test. Yeah Um, I told you, and I thought we might have had it on air last episode, but we were talking back and forth. Maybe it was about me trying to get Tua from your fantasy team and then beating Buffalo, our squad, and yeah. me saying, There's no way Tua was allowed to come back or should have came back after what was an apparent back injury when he's falling back on his head, obviously, and then falling into his teammates' arms, trying to get back to the, you know, and then they take him off for a quarter. They put him back in, and yes, he throws a touchdown, throws a game winning touchdown. Um, but to me, that that was that right there was the look of okay, but like we're we're higher than the player safety. Yeah, we obviously just talk to them, But you know how it is. Like I've been hitting the head a lot. I've gone face first into the boards <laughs> where I've kind of blacked out. But I never, it lucky for me. I never had like these symptoms of immediate concussion like symptoms. So yeah. I never, I never like got to the bench and fell over or, you know, so hard to say I wasn't going to pass a protocol test. And I've done lots of protocol tests in my day. Just now, you know, I think we spoke about this, but in the NHL now, if you get hit in the head, there's a spotter up there that grabs you, tells your trainer to grab you off the bench, do the test. I mm-hmm. think that might have to me once or twice. Kill the test, back out there. This, you know, situation now will set a major benchmark for how the NFL has to has to treat these like you said, people are getting fired. I think there's going to be lawsuits out of the Yin yang, depending yeah. <laughs> on how depending how Tua comes back from this, if yeah. he comes back, if he's ever healthy again, or what happens if he comes back in four weeks and one hit and he's done again? Yeah. That's three in a year. That's where that's where things really get serious. And the lawsuit will start two weeks ago when he first got hit. And it'll everyone in the middle of this, and unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of people get dragged through the mud. I hope this is a case where a young guy can battle back from you know this head injury. Um, we've seen concussions affect a lot of people differently. You know, Chris Pronger, for example, yeah. was
0: Willie Mitchell. I saw Mitchie Mitchell I saw in Mitchie in Vancouver in a dark room for six months. Yeah, man, it's bad. Like, yeah, it was. I felt bad for him. We, we've you know Loops. I saw Loops in Cincinnati. You know, I didn't see him for a month. sitting in his room with concussions and you mentioned protocol and I'll just say this about it like you got to protect the player from himself right now no one's ever going to accuse me for being the smartest guy in the room but when I would go to training camp at the start of the year and I did my percussion protocol I would get some wrong on purpose thinking hey if down the line here I do get a conky in a big game yeah and I got to come back in here and nail this test I don't want to set the bar too high. Here. I can't spell that word. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can't I spell even, canoe. How do I, I spell that? I don't know what that is. So <laughs> I would, I would, you know, I hope I'm not getting myself in trouble here or something. Fuck but no. I would, I would, you know, not intentionally not do you're the. You're not protocol. the only guy. Yeah, exactly. So you're not the only guy. Exactly. So my point being is, we got to do whatever we can as ex-players. We know this. Protect the player from himself. Say, "Tua, you ain't playing. You're fucking done. Have a seat, brother." Totally. That's all, that's all it is.
1: Yeah, you're still getting paid.
0: You're still getting paid. A lot of
1: guys see, and this is another thing. A lot of guys are in a situation over where they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. guaranteed money yeah. and that fucking they're going to get back in there if they can't even see straight their eyes could be crossed they're no, still i mean and, I remember, and that's you're saying protecting yeah, the player i
0: remember in denver i was on a one-year deal and i got fucking popped i forget who popped me somebody popped me it might have been chris stewart or somebody and i was sitting in the room in denver for a month like across like if you're sitting across from me and the lights hurt my fucking eyes and my dad i remember my dad called me after one game and said why aren't you fucking playing physical like you're not hitting anyone i said dad i'm just trying to get through this like i am there's something wrong with me, but I don't want to come out of the lineup. I got a good season going. I'm on a one-year deal. And then finally I came out of it, but there was probably a month, a month and a half there where I should have been playing. But for me, I was like, fuck that. I'm, I'm staying in the lineup. I got a good thing going here. So that's where you got to protect the the player from himself.
1: No, it's a real thing. And our superstars in our sports, you know, a lot of younger kids right now They're, you know, we, we have got to protect them. Right? It's the, they, they lead, um, they lead these sports into, um, you know, expansion. See, you know, worldwide. We want Sidney Crosby's, and we want Connor mcdavis to be playing. And when wow. when Sid gets knocked out of playoffs, it affects the whole team. Yeah. You know, and but at the end of the day, like when you leave this game of hockey, man, you leave with your health. You leave with like the relationships you make. You leave with hopefully great memories and great experiences. But you know, your head, man, it's fucking. It's it's serious. You you don't want to.
0: Totally, and, yeah, know, you,
1: and if you can prevent it by just getting the right amount of rest and the right amount of care, and mm-hmm. the right people around you, just giving you the right guidance when these pressures as a player come upon you.
0: Exactly, right? and so. you mentioned Sid, and Sid went through it a lot early in his career. He had concussion problems. He was out. Remember, he got hit by cycle yeah, in the winter the classic. Class yeah, like, so it's he's been through it. So Tua, um, I feel like he's feeling better, but everyone will learn from that. Last thing on NFL, Bills won, thank God. They were down 17-0. I'm like, I think I jinxed his team.
1: I had the Bills to win. Thank God they came back. I had, the bills, but I had I them to win by three, and they got down all the way and kicked the field goal. But I just, you know, there's a gutsy win. Gutsy on, the, win. on the road, bad weather, terrible first half. I mean, they terrible. They were three and out, I think, the first.
0: I a pick the first drive. I was like, oh, yeah, oh here tipped. we go. Then, then he threw another tipped.
1: one tipped, too, and it almost get. But, you know, I, I like Balti. Uh, I think they're, they're close, they need, you know, they need to have that like fucking step on their neck and end them type mentality, right? Like yeah. they're missed, they they
0: it's a couple games now that they're up and they blow these leads. Yeah, it was a big win. I was happy they won. Uh, I just like I said, I'm like fuck. I think I jinxed the Bills whole squad here. So big win for them. Um, Updog, Our Blue Jays, they're in home field advantage. It looks like they're gonna play the Mariners starting Friday. Come on, Chappie. Let's go Blue Jays. The Mariners are, ta- I think it's Tampa. There's, is it, it, it going to be Looking Tampa? Looking like Tampa. It, it looks like, like Right now, Tampa. Who do they
1: want to play? How's that? Who's better? Mariners, they, they just got in the playoffs for the first time. Yeah. In fucking
0: the longest streak in sports history, I think. The longest active streak, yeah, it was. Wow. I would say it doesn't matter. Either or, they're going to be both of them. Fucking right. So now, if they had it? to go on the road, I'm hammering the Jays. If they had to go on the road, I would say I'd rather play Seattle than Tampa because historically, the trop... Tropicana Field in Saint Petersburg Ooh, has not. not been good to the Jays, but I no, think I know. the Jays. The dome, stupid yeah. dome. I think at home they're gonna they're gonna beat whoever. Yeah. Did San Diego get in? We did. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. congrats. Wow. Congrats. You're gonna congrats. get
1: absolutely worked by the Dodgers, Doyers.
0: The Mets blew it. The Mets. They. Do the
1: Dodgers play the uh, San Diego. Will they? Same. Same. League. Dodgers have a first round bye.
0: Dodgers won 110 games. They did. We clinched like two months ago. Yeah, I know. So if we would have bet the Dodgers every game.
1: I got a Dodgers hat. <laughs> I also got a Phillies hat. I'm going to wear that.
0: Phillies in. Don't you wear the Phillies hat. Phillies in. What was that? Do we get some broads on there? We got girls back there? The What's girl, going on back girls. there? Girls back there? Come on, girls. What's going on. on back there? I, um, I just heard a girl on the, on the. I'm excited for postseason baseball. Jays are in up, dog. I want to give a quick shout out on intro to our boy Dylan at Salt.
1: Oh, this guy's d- great. by the way, he yeah, texts me and I was like, awesome. "You're getting a massive shout out today on the pod. This Guy's awesome. Salt shades, everyone. S A L T. Check these shades out.
0: They're national league. He takes care of the boys. He's a Ducks fan. I told him I'm going to take him to a game. Pick a game. I'll take you to a game, fella. He gave me an unbelievable deal on these shades. Nice. Yeah. And you know nice. how I'm with shades? I lose them left, right. I, center.
1: buddy, I just oh, I'm so bad with shades.
0: I know why. Is it just I don't
1: know yeah. that and wallets and just <laughs> cell phones wallets? I, I mean, lose. You got to
0: hang out of that wallet. Huh? You gotta hang out of that wallet. It's
1: tough. I've lost like three in the last year. <laughs> have you? Three and then, you know, obviously phones. Those are
0: What would you rather lose, or what would you want to not lose more? Phone or wallet? What's what hurts more? You wake up in the morning, you well, had a few the, the night before. Does, now no... I don't have
1: a license. I haven't had a license for like four months since I got back from Aspen. No license. I've been carrying around my green card. Oh wow. And now, now my wallet risky. now that my wallet broke the other day, now I'm just not carrying around anything. I'm going with Apple Pay. How's that?
0: So what happens if they pull you over? You got a picture of your license. Yeah, I
1: got it in the Dropbox. Yeah, there you go. You're fine. Right. Can't really see my my face or my birthday on there, but
0: yeah, as long as you can just be like, hey, boys, show them the hockey card. Show, yeah, Google. Yeah, have I used you ever to tried
1: hockey. to get into a club with the hockey card because you didn't have an ID?
0: No, I used to try to get into the club with my NHL card though. Remember when you first got your NHL card and made the league?
1: Like, like, what if they think back to when like some some stickler at the door is trying to like ID you for your age, and you're fucking probably 30 years old, but you're like, buddy, I don't have it, and he's and you're like. Yeah, I'm in board shorts I'm trying to get in muts. I'm in board shorts and fucking <laughs> t-shirt here bud no shoes like let me in and he's like ah and then you're just like look you want to see something all right here's my fucking see this yeah google images like the birthdays right there have you ever had to do you that? know what I tried to
0: do that actually it's funny you say that I was uh at this place in Aurelia in Ontario called Casino Rama and I was locked out of my room and I didn't have my ID so the girl at the front I'm like hey listen I just I pulled out a hockey card off my phone I was like hey this is me like I felt kind of like an idiot but yeah. and, and, and it didn't work Not it didn't ke- work no she's like you gotta get your ID I'm like fuck up I had to go with the security guard get my fucking like, ID like here's 20 bud <laughs> here's a toonie bud let me get my fucking here's a
1: toonie
4: <laughs> fuck
0: Dylan that Salt you're the man buddy uh, our guest today uh, the Golden Muzzy he was on NHL Network he's a big fantasy guy we're gonna talk some fantasy hockey with him he was with our girl Jackie Redman wearing the fella shirt the Golden Muzzy he's a beauty Nick um, he'll be on here today But that was cool Him wearing the fellow shirt Yeah I thought that was a classy move a like Bright color Maybe it's a good shirt It did look good on Did him. we hey. send him that Or did he buy that I sent it to him Ah nice work yeah, yeah. So we didn't make any money off it But at That's least okay. we're getting Some free advertising we're, so. It's all about just the love just Spread the love Spread the love Up Dog Your birthday week also ah. I can't wait for it buddy um, Dougie wait Yeah 39 39 bud We got a couple big days I for you I still think I can play I'm feeling pretty good
1: Are oh, you yeah? yeah I want to get out there When are we going to go skate? My brother, I got to say, my my fucking poor Brento What's going on? He popped his knee the other day Same knee Playing hockey? Yeah, men's league Brento, fuck Hang in there That's why you don't play Hurt his knee again And he's coaching, you know, he's coaching his oldest daughter, Emma Um, I said, you can still get out there and do the drills with the girls Like, you're not going to be able to, you know You're not going to be able to go full tilt, stop starts But you're you're going to be able to Like the three, you know, like the coach three on three at the end of practice Yeah Throwing sauce, taking a couple one timers on the goalies. I mean, you're yeah, still you going to be able there. to do that. You can get out there, but I think it's you know if it is his ACL again, probably <sighs> has to get her fixed. That sucks. That's so brutal. I and Brento were. That's why we're, we're hey, thinking. That's about
0: why it. you don't want to play hockey right there, buddy. Well, I know. Well, hey. <laughs> that's why I didn't. That's yeah, why like, I stopped playing. Yeah, but imagine I imagine getting an itch. hurt and you couldn't play golf or you couldn't go. it oh, it's be brutal. That'd be brutal. So, uh, up dog, we'll get in your birthday uh, next week. That was our intro. We will be right back. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew Up Dog. Our first segment. It feels like we talk about this segment every week because guys are getting paid. It's back up the Briggs truck, brought to you by our good friends at Good Life. We both got the Good Life tarps on today. Damn, I want the long sleeve. Yeah, it's nice rolled up a bit. You're not, yeah, You're not sweating. I'm not. No, I
1: forgot my watch. I'm sweating. Is this, the air conditioner on? It's unfortunate because this red really makes like your either bracelets or watch is that, pop. Is that
0: red? It's kind of red. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's, it's, like 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 a a, it's like a Cabernet. It's like a Cabernet almost. Pinot. Pinot. <laughs>
1: No. It's nice. But I said if I bought another dog eventually, I would call him Pino. Or, her. You like what about that Camus? That's a great name. Something in and around wine. Yeah. I'm drinking a lot of wine lately. Shout out to our boys at th- yeah. 36 Wines for what they sent
0: us. Unbelievable. If I get a dog, I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about getting a dog. I've talked to about it. I'm still I'm on the side of not getting a dog. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just continue with my single, solo life and just worry about myself. Because you know, if, if I had a dog on Sunday, let's be honest, it wouldn't be fair to the dog. You know, hey, dog, move over. Unless bigger's coming down, bigger, take my fucking dog for a walk, brother, please. All right, I'll take you (laughs) out for dinner. Take my dog for. I say, fella have a seat. We're not moving much today, so I still think I'm ready for a dog. But the two names I had are Camus and Jameson.
1: Those are great names. Yeah, for and and to share with our listeners the type of dog you'd
0: want to get. I would like to get a basset hound. That's what I had. My parents had a basset hound. Finnegan was his Uh, name.
1: So they, um, they're, they're chill dogs, too. Lazy right? fuckers. Great yeah.
0: dogs. Yeah. But when they go, want? they're hounds, right? That's when they get out there. They're... I ain't nothing more <laughs> hounds. Uh. When Finnegan would start running, he would run. But he, he's chill. He would he'd like to have a nice time. I'd say it'd be good on you. You think so? You could bring him
1: in here, give him a fucking hockey jersey, make him part of the squad. Yeah. Like Blue and Don Cherry. What do you
0: do if, like, I don't know, one of the boys call you up and say, hey, we're heading to... Well, then... You, then you, you just get, put him in a hotel
1: you get them in the hotel or you have like one of the girls that, you know, you hang out with on Friday or Saturday <laughs> nights, late night. Yeah, i not think that's. I don't think I, don't think I don't
0: think I trust any of them. They'll I'm all love the,
1: it. They'll all love the guy. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure that, you know, you get this cute little dog and you, some of your friends are like, fuck, you know, I guess, I, can you, I
0: guess, you know, when you know, cause I've been looking online, I started following Basset Hounds with your advice on social media and I haven't seen one yet that really like jumps out mm. to me. Like, I, I want that fuck. Like a breeder. Like a breeder. Yeah. yeah I'll take your time. Take your time. No rush. Uh, we got a little off topic there, but yeah. back up the brakes truck, brought to you by our good friends at Good Life, promo code <laughs> curfew. Fucking Maddie Barzell. It was funny that we were, I think we were talking about this last week, just me and you shooting the shit. I was, wasn't sure if he was going to stay. while well, he's staying. Sweet Lou, the godfather, did it again. Eight years, 73.2 bananas. You told me this morning you think he left a little on the table. I do.
1: I think he's going to be below, you know, uh, our friend Matt the analytic guy he is, sent me a message this morning. We were talking about it, um, who he actually loves, Matty Barzell. Thinks he's a great kid, good head on his shoulders, hell of a hockey player, obviously. Good hair. Uh, great hair. Um, but, like, you know, say if the if the cap gets up 90 million bucks in a couple of years, Obes, like, that's not even 10% of your team's cap for a player that's arguably probably your best number one A forward um, with a lot of ceiling to him. I think... I think it's a great deal. I think he, you know, I would need to meet the kid to understand, like, you know, do you really love Long Island that much? Like, did you not want to just go score 30 again and and hit the market and go five years in, like, L.A. or, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that are going to spend a lot of money when this cap goes up. What is your, you know. What's your tie? Are you Kevin Connolly? Do you love the fucking aisle that much? Like, what, you know, I mean, what is it?
0: If it was back in the day and Khans was rocking and roll, and I, I, I would say I would stay there just for that fact because Khans will take you out. And, yeah, Conn's is retired. I mean, Collins I is, mean,
1: they got the new barn, right? They got the new barn. He's probably got a nice shack. He's only a forty minute drive in the city. Yeah, I, I would say a lot that, of good Yeah,
0: I would say there's lots of good things about the island. And when, when, when we talked about Nazim Kajji, where he was going to sign, I, I thought Long Island was going to be the play. When it wasn't Philly. When Philly couldn't make it work because of the cap. I said, why wouldn't he go to Long Island? they got a brand new barn. You're close to the city. Their team's still good. But for, Ma- for Matty Barzell, this one surprises me a bit in the fact that, you know, the cap's going to go up. You know, how long is Sweet Lou going to be there? I don't know. they got a new coach. I-, I don't know. I just didn't think he would be in a hurry. Although, for 73.2 bananas, I would be in a hurry to sign that fucking deal too. I don't know. It just shows you that these guys want security, you know? And as did we. Right? I remember when you got your deal in Florida, how excited you were, right? You got that nice four year ticket or five year ticket. I, I get the security. I just, with this one, I really thought he might test the market. But I, I think Long Island's a great place to play. I think their rink is beautiful. I haven't been there yet. Close to the city, like I said. Um, I, I'm just disappointed in the, in the lack of moves that they made to make their team, you know, they lost to Tampa Bay two years in a row in game seven. They're that close to fucking going to the Stanley Cup finals. I think they've missed their window. They may prove me wrong, but hey. It is what it is, but I didn't think Barzell would be in a hurry to sign this extension. Yeah, and, and interesting enough, Cap
1: Friendly who, who has the deal up right now yeah. for 73.2. No signing bonuses.
0: Sweet Lou doesn't do signing bonuses or what? Fuck, he's not. He's, he's, he's tight on this old signing bonus? Fucking Matty Barzell's from Br- Coquilla in British Columbia, eh? Yeah, he's a good kid. Good I gotta get to know
1: this kid all um, Who just signed that deal? That uh, Huberto. I Huberto. mean, his is $80 million in signing bonuses. Yeah, good maybe Sweet
0: Lou doesn't do that. Wow, there's nothing signing bonus. You're right,
1: but I mean, congrats
0: oh, yeah, there's to 9.1, 9.1. It's, 9. it's
1: a great morning. Actually, no, it was McKinnon's. That's all signing bonus. That deal's just stockpiled with some <laughs> checks on July one.
0: God, it must feel good to get that.
1: That's issue. actually, you know, you do have to. Do you want it
0: in signing bonus or do you, you want the money right away? Right, is that the best way to do it, or how? how how's the best? I way? often
1: said, like a guy, if you have a guy that plays on edge, yeah, Shea Weber. You want him having all signing bonus because, God forbid, if he takes a suspension for four games, yeah. it's, you know, he can. He can take this suspension for four games because he's not going to care. It's only like... Was he yeah. a Jerry Joe guy? Yeah. Nah, no, no, Webbs wasn't a Jerry Joe guy. Oh, but, no. But just picture, like, if Weber's making $10 million, he's not going to want to hit a guy fucking hard high. But if he's making... Eight, oh, because he doesn't want to get
0: suspended, and and it costs him two million. Ah, I see where you're coming from here.
1: But if he's making eight hundred in salary and he gets sussied and it's a five gamer, gotcha. You no, know, that's only
0: twenty grand. Never thought of it from that perspective.
1: I, I often did just because I was like Jesus, like you know, these guys. Eventually, it goes one game out of eighty-two for the money, but yeah. then it goes one
0: game. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, I think you want it inside, you know I think you want a signing bonus. Fucking right, yeah, so. Get that big check. Do. And I think when we're going to get next week into our, we're going to go through the whole fucking league next, next week and pick our teams, making the playoffs, this and that. Andres Lee's back. If he stays healthy, you know, Brock Nelson, Josh Bailey, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Paul Mary. I mean, they got a good team. I don't know. I was just shocked. But congrats to him. Like you said, uh El City's a beauty. So uh, back on the Briggs truck, brought to you by our good friends at Good Life. Congrats to Matty Barzell. Dust off that Amex fella. Our next segment brought to you by our good friends at Life Force. I just called it Chuck and Duck Up, dog. Chuck and Duck, baby. Chuck and Duck. Like I used to do it back in the day. I would just chuck and duck and try not to get hit and hopefully not get knocked out. We talk about the lack there of fighting. Well, these boys came to camp ready to rock. There's been tons of fights. Braden Shen fought in preseason, which I respect so much. I don't know if I want my veteran guy like Shen or Chucking him, but at the same time, I'm sure Chief doesn't hate it because. I
1: think it gets you into the. To the spirit of the season early, right? I mean, I used like, to like, to, it's I just used to like, like to get, you get at least that one, one yeah. under the way, and yeah. you kind of like, yeah, there's a little no. there's no pressure to kind of get into one. You become engaged, you, get, you earn the respect from your teammates early. Big time. Right? Big and, time. And, and even for a guy like that, it sends a message to the younger guys, right? Mm-hmm. You're a younger kid in training camp right now, you're seeing Braden Shen go out, stick up for one of his teammates, fight, and you're like, fuck, this is the National League. Like, this is actually, guys do this. You know, you're coming out of junior, coming out of college, and you're like, fuck, this is all right, we're with the big
0: boys. Now. Yeah, it's definitely a good trickle down effect to your squad. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, Shenner's chucking them, I got to play a little harder. Even if I'm not a fighter, Braden Shen just got in a fight against Columbus on a Tuesday in fucking September. Yeah. Let's get going here, boys. There was a great clip that, that Princey put up of uh, Barube uh, chirping, telling Bugnes have to pass the puck harder. I was yeah. like, fuck it, A eh, Chief, crispy, rice, spicy tuna. He's like, Bucci, fucking pass the puck hard. That's NHL. That's what you That's miss. That's NHL. That's what you miss about the game. I miss giving a crispy rice pass.
1: Yeah, yeah and you miss like the, the sounds of it all. Don't you miss like the sound of practice? So I don't like, miss
0: the one lap they had to do.
1: Yeah, but you, you hear the pucks passing, and you hear the shots on net, and then you hear guys chirping, and you hear like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do miss that. Low, low, low. Yeah.
1: Like you, And then, you know, Chief goes, fuck you. Fucking skate, <laughs> skate harder, you know. It's like it's part of the game that, you know, it was embedded. It was like our music, right? Yeah. Every morning is our music.
0: No, I do miss like, you know, once you get through the fitness testing and all that fucking nonsense and then you're in camp and you're in shape and you're fucking snapping it and you feel good. Yeah, I do miss that, of course. And the blues, it was a great drill. They did a three on two transition drill, but that one lap up. Yeah, I still hate that one lap. I don't get why coaches make fucking teams do it. It drives me crazy. Um and then listen, Corey Perry's chucking them, Big Rig's chucking them, the Nashville Nashville, Tampa, that for a team that plays in a completely different um conference it has some bite to them. Wayne Simmons Watson chucked him in the Battle of Ontario in Belleville Ontario where I used to play junior against the Belleville, Belleville Bulls. Bulls and then Daniel Nurse was chucking him Evander Kane was trying to get in there but Nurse came in fought this kid Battle of Alberta I, I mean it just shows up yeah, I guess my point being people will still go out there and protect each other and, and that's never going to change which to me I love that it's hockey it's,
1: it's hockey. not going anywhere not and, and anywhere. I think um you know, a fight that we're going to talk about right now, Adam Henrique, who, you know, stuck up for his teammate as well. Um, You, you know, you you listen to that and you're like, this is why, you know, enforcers stay in the game, right, Obes? This is why, like, there should be the guys stepping up on on daily nights going, you know what, remember what you did to my guy last, you know, last game, you know, there's repercussions to pay. I'm going to be hard on your top players until you step up and face the music type deal, right? Like yeah. that, that keeps hockey honest, keeps it safe. In my opinion, it's done as men. So, yeah. no, I, and, I and,
0: and I think it it's changed from every era and it's going to continue, you know, fighting's not that part of a, that big of it, but it would always be part of the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, Trevor Zegers, a kid that, you know, we've, we've grown to love. I think everyone in the NHL has grown to love. Yep. I turned the game on the other night and he gets popped. And yeah, he sent me that text and it was, it was a hard hit. I love Zeke's. It's a clean hit. It's a clean Tries hit. Tries to make a move. Jan Yannick. I don't even know who the fuck this kid is, but uh, way to make a name for yourself, kid. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go out and get Zegers. That's way how you to make a name for yourself, I don't I know can't if you fucking want to be on Mr. Curfew, but Jan Yannick, whatever you are, bud. Fuck, welcome to Mr. Curfew, but easy on ZA. He's fucking one of the boys. Great hit. Do the Ducks have enough team toughness? I like Adam Henrik going in there. I respect that. There's no Delorier. Big one fives retired. No Manson. No Manson. I don't know. The guy I think I thought Henrique did a great job. Yeah, he did he a great He got some job.
1: elbows in there too. Like he he threw the the old tutu, like missed yeah. the fist, get the elbow. Like he, he stepped up and he's a good player. Arguably could be their, you know, captain. I could be Fowler, could be him, could be Chatty, yeah. could be anybody. But he steps up. Um that trickles down. It, the Zegers hit I just don't think I don't think Yannick needs to do that
0: in preseason. You know I, what? I don't they, think that's like I'm gonna give some love to this kid because they, they got a guy that they got a guy that would have done it. I don't know if he played this game, but Sam Carrick. Mm-hmm. I love this kid. I've got to know him a little Is he bit. The big boy? He's not that big, but he's tough and he's game. But he's not overly that big. But he's a gamer. So he would have got in there and then Max Jones, another kid that's a fucking yeah. beast.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I don't know if it's in Jones or not. I, I don't know him well enough yet to see, and he's been hurt a lot, and I, I don't know if he likes to chuck him. But still, when you have a kid like Zegris, I think you got to go out there and, and get somebody to come in here. You know, the Colorado Avalanche, they have Curtis McDermott. Does he play every night? No. No. But, you know, he's there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think Pat Verbeek really needs to address this moving forward, that you got to have somebody in that organization that legitimately can protect Trevor Zegris. And the rest of the guys. I mean, not just Z. They're, they're D, whoever. Yeah, Drysdale. Drysdale. I mean, you got to protect yeah, you these you don't, guys. Yeah.
1: It's a long season. And what does it cost you, seven hundred grand? Yeah. To get a guy that's like has a reputation. I'll of tell you what it cost up? you.
0: I'll see what all Big McDermott's making.
1: I mean, you're not going to give you're not going to give Delorier what Philly gave him,
0: but no, but Delorier can play. Yeah, and Deloria, the Curtis McDermott can't, but Curtis McDermott, he's making nine eighty seven, and he can play. He's a pretty. He's actually when he goes in there plays D. Curtis yeah. McDermott is a, he's a big stay at homer that fucking plays physical and he's out there to protect the guys. So I just think. You know, and and I played for the Ducks for a little bit or in the organization for a long time and live here. And one thing about the Ducks has always been, and I, I in this, I've said this podcast a lot and chirp Bob Murray. And deep down, I respect Bob Murray, but there's some things he did I didn't like. But one thing that Bob always did was have toughness on the ice for Ducks. And I just hope Pat Verbeek, I know he's coming in, it's a new era here of Ducks hockey, but let's not lose the identity of what the Ducks have had over the course of the last 15 to 20 years. Right? Well said. So I just hope he brings somebody in to... Protect these
1: guys. Well said, Obs.
0: So Z's okay, though? You talking to him? Or yeah, yeah.
1: Says says tight back, eh? Go <laughs> studs,
0: get worked on, you feel good. <laughs> Chuck and Doc, brought to you by our good friends Life Force. What's the promo code?
1: Promo code is curfew, and uh, shout out, there's been a lot of fans jumping on that, but uh, as, you, as you should. Yeah. We still need to get you to rock and roll with that. I know. What do I got to do again? I did my
0: second blood draw. So do I have to
1: do it? I got little... my 80 biomarkers coming back. They sent
0: someone up. to my house? Yeah.
1: Yeah, come to your house, take yeah. your blood. Shout you out to it.
0: the, I want to give the Ducks another little shout yeah. out. There, sorry. Um, they're doing something really cool for the alumni. I think actually it's league wide. I think your boy Kelly Chase has something to do with it too. Awesome. They're giving physicals. It's physicals to, to retired players. So I have my first, I haven't had a physical since I retired from playing hockey, which yeah. was four or five years ago. Uh, Monday, I'm going in for a full physical. The Ducks are taking care of it. Um, I think Kelly Chase has something to do. I think teams around the league. Has they, have they talked to you back about me coming in? What's um, the guy said? I think he should just come in. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I got all the information. You just oh, got, perfect. you just got a call there. But how and many, say,
1: do you know any other ducks going in? I don't, th- oh, yeah.
0: I don't, but I have all the information, the doctors that's doing it, it's down Laguna. I'm oh, sure. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you yeah. can do
1: it. I, and for guys who are ex players listening to this, you know, hit up your old yeah. I think it's league wide, boys. Yeah, hit up your old uh, NHLPA guys and find out where you can go. Yeah, because it's huge to take care of your bodies. We get going because every year we did have these tests.
0: Yeah, and, and now like we don't. Yeah, it's it's just cool for them. To, it seems like a little thing. Like people are probably like, oh, well, why can't you just go get your own physical? Probably could have, but when a team steps up and gets the doctor for me, and all I got to do is call this number and do it, it's 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 greatly appreciated. That's all I'm saying. So good on the docs, uh, Kyle, uh, Chris Loomis. Loomis, he's a beauty. He's the one that's been doing it. So cool. I just want to give some shout out to that. So uh, our next segment brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings promo code CurfewKings, baby. It's just the National League updog. It sure the is. The fucking National League. What's going on around the league? We got some good stuff. We got some stuff that, um, you know, first and foremost, we, we got what, what's going on here with the St. Louis Blues, inductive players, vote for the updog. Can we vote for you? I what, don't know what. The what's hell is going, going on? Do you meet now? the criteria? What's going on? If well, you don't, I think it's a great f-
1: thing? They're introducing a St. Louis Blues Hall of Fame. Yes, which um, you know is going to pay yet yeah, pay major, major acknowledgement to these guys who've given their heart and soul to the Blue Note, and there's a lot of them out there: McKinnis, Bobby Gassoff, Bobby Plager, Barkley Plager, Brian Sutter, Brett Hall, Verdugo, Prong. I mean, legends, right? Legends to play uh, that. And then there's a cast your vote, and Princey found this out, which I think is. is I think Maxi found her, didn't you, Maxi? was doing some uh, work on the missing curfew Twitter and found this. Yeah, Maxi. So, so a few names here: Pavel Dimitra, Scotty Bowman, one of my favorite, Barrett Jackman, Curtis Joseph, Adam Oates, Al Barber, Bacchus, Pierre Turgeon, Jesus, Kachuk, my boy Alexander Steen, who I've already put in a vote for Alexander Steen. They do meet the criteria, and unfortunately, the updog doesn't. So, what? I mean, we could just hammer the vote anyways to the <laughs> listeners out there. If you fucking, we're going li- if you fuck like it, what the hey, up dog is
0: We're going live tour. We don't care about criteria. We want fucking world ranking points. I'm voting for the updog. How do I vote? I'm doing it right now. It says in order to be eligible <laughs> for the Blues Hall of Fame, the player must
1: have at least three seasons or 200 games played. That's checkmark. Okay, me. we got okay, one. Got check that. that box. Officially that- retired from the NHL. Although sometimes I still want to play, I check that one too. Demonstrated exceptional attributes in the areas of playing ability, sportsmanship, character, and contributions to the St. Louis Blues.
0: Two of four, though. Two. Of I four. think I got that one, too. <laughs> two, I think two I got that four. One, especially
1: what? if this is on and off ice. I, yeah. I, I, I crushed that one, too. Okay, we'll give you that that's one. That's three. three. Of, that's three of three. Then there's this one. Won a Stanley Cup or a major NHL award during the tenure with the St. Louis Blues.
0: Well, I would say that this. I, didn't, I would that say I didn't this. I, you, you didn't win one, but I do remember when they did win one you know, from Steiner to Bobo to the Fact Daddy to down the list, it goes on and on. They did say you had a lot to do with building the culture there. So technically you didn't win one, but I'm going well, like to give you like, I'm going to give you, your boys won one, I'm going to give you half a check. I'm I, get, I get a half three and a check. Three and a half check three marks. Three and a half there. check marks. I think I that think should that's get you. pretty good. And then let's give you a fucking big old check mark for off the ice, okay? <laughs> okay. Listen, Where is that listen, other bullet point? You right should here. be a hall of famer for the fact that you lived there for how many years?
1: I had to live there for three and a half.
0: <laughs> three and a half years. Yeah. And you made the best of it. You sh- I sure? You did. made the best of it. Loved every second. You loved every second of it.
1: Great guys. Great town.
0: You got my vote, bud. Yeah, Thanks, But bud. I will say this about the Blues, and, and everyone loves it that played there. People go back there. Their alumni is great. They do a great job there. So Some of the best. Good yeah. on them. Vote for the up dog. <laughs> uh, another thing I saw, um, if the Blues are people are listening, I saw a Fact Daddy T-shirt, Rhino O'Reilly T-shirt. Um, I are guess gonna could, I guess couple? I could buy one, but you maybe just send us a couple. Yeah. Double XL for me. What size are you up dog? Large. I'm a large. Um, it's got the Fact Daddy's mug right on. It's a great shirt. So um, Blues, if you're listening, vote for the up dog, and we will take a couple of those tarps. Um, NHL glo- Global Series Uppy. I saw them playing the other night, brought me back to my time when I went over there with Bugsy Malone and Mike Smith, and we went out 10 straight nights, and the next thing I know, I got traded. We were in Prague, what a city. Uh, This happened in uh, Bern. Roman Yossi, Nashville Predators, were in there. The atmosphere was unbelievable. The barn was rocking. Uh, The love that Roman Yossi got, Nino Niederreiter. I mean, you played in Switzerland. It's just a great country, a great league, and, and, and a good look on, on SC Burn. I thought it was awesome. Buddy, the Yossi, the, the send-off, and, and being in
1: Switzerland and playing there and the understanding how the crowd works and how they just love the engagement from the players, whether it's after the game, during power plays, when you come out for warm-up, when you leave the, the rink at night. like some, I'll go into these games where we would play uh, Lugano, and it was basically the Lugano versus Ombre battle right and it happened two or three times a year the fans before the game there'd be it'd be a full-blown bash outside in the middle of winter right it was it was such an awesome atmosphere so to see you know these teams and when when I went back to Prague I had you know Peter Pruka on my team in Czech um, we had a couple Czechos that it was almost like their homecoming right yeah. Yossi gets to go back there, and it's it was awesome. you know it's his hometown. It's it's a place where he grew up, and these fans finally get a, to see like the, you know the Olympian, yeah. the guy that's uh, the face of you know, um, Switzerland hockey to play there. Big and time. it was just it was great, and I guess a good game three two Preds.
0: It was a great game. I watched a little bit of it. A yeah. Shout out to my boy Sven Barchi, he was playing for SC Bern. Um, Barksman, he may be the only guy that hates Bob Hartley more than me. I still think Bob Hartley ruined his kid's career, but he's a great kid. He was playing on the on the burn team. The atmosphere, of people in North America, if, if if you haven't seen a European game like Switzerland or Sweden or Finland, even Austria, it's not quite as good as hockey, but the fans are great. Um, I think if you asked everyone those players up dog from Nashville that played in it, it was just an unbelievable thing. So good on the NHL, good on Switzerland. Up you one thing I want to touch with you on is: you know, we got 32 teams in the National League now you know, there was a poll came out that players want to go back to the old way of the no wild card, one through eight. Playoff edition. Playoff edition. Yeah, yeah. And I think everyone would agree with that, right? Like when we were in the league, it was one through eight, one, two, three were the division teams and away you go. Now, I guess my question to you is, do we need more teams in the playoffs maybe? We're about to start the regular season here next week. I think it's time to think about maybe some more playing games. We're about to see it with baseball. We just talked about the Jays. There's a wild card series. We're excited about it. I think it's time for the NHL to think about a little bit more playoff hockey if they can. I know it's four rounds, it's it's long as is. Yeah. The Guys that win there are probably like shut up, oh it's fuck it's hard enough. But as a fan now, I wouldn't mind a play in series. I think like a two-game play-in series two out of three.
1: Yeah, yeah, or two, yeah, but that might take up a little too much time. Like maybe you go maybe it's a one gamer. I'm maybe fine with that. Maybe it's a one gamer or two gamer with the goal counts. I'm even fine with a one gamer game seven mentality. I'm fine with that. Yeah, because you don't want to you still wanna probably give I guess no one's getting a buy. I think if you no finish... T- you don't think there should be a buy for maybe the best of... If there is a best of three edition, maybe the top two teams in, a, in the divisions get buys. So there's eight teams that get a buy for that first three yeah. best of three playoff. Right? They get five days off.
0: Yeah. That could work. That could work.
1: Um, otherwise, you need to have like four one-game series. Just and to- then those guys get in on the last spot. Yeah, And I- I- it adds four more teams basically to what would be... You know your sixteen man
0: playoff. That'd be a great fucking game seven mentality, though. One game, yeah. Over two over
1: two nights, there's four games. Four games, fucking just rock and roll. Here we go. We're onto something, it's it's something something secret sauce that that's fucking exciting for the fans, and it works in other sports. right?
0: NBA's done it now, and baseball's doing it. I mean, with thirty two teams now, it's just it's it's fucking hard to make the playoffs. Like people, I, I don't know if people out there realize how hard it is to get in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's fucking hard. And I've had this argument with Cooley a bunch. He's like, no more playoff teams. I'm like, Cooley, you give everything you got for 82 games and you miss out by a point, you're like, fuck, we're just as good as, I don't know, Dallas was last year that got in or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's, it's something I think the league should think about because these teams are so close now. Like, for example, last year the Vancouver Canucks, you don't think they deserved to get in the playoffs the second half they had? They were one of the best fucking teams. They just ran out of real estate. So yeah, uh, as a fan, I'm all for a little one game plan or something, but it was a good article on ESPN. I'm not sure the guy who wrote it, yeah. do, do we have his name, but, uh, it, it was interesting. So, um, something else that interesting up dog is Sheldon Keefe. Um, he's got, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. He's got Mitch Marner practicing on defense five on five. And the last thing I thought about was Sergei Fedorov. Sergei did this back in the day. Yeah. Now, listen, they're banged up on defense. This is why this started. They got, like, five guys out. So it's not like he just came out of nowhere. He's just like, we'll give Marner a try. Do you think this is –
1: Five guys out. Huh? They
0: got – so Muzzin's out, you, you Ben's out. You would think
1: these guys went deep in the playoffs. Or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's out, Muzzin's out, and then – yeah, they got, like, three or four veteran guys out. So he gave I Marner think, a try. I think –
1: you know what? I watched Mitch Marner's game. I think he's he's just as good, like – on the defensive side of the puck from, like, taking pucks away and angles and, yeah, I wouldn't say skating backwards, but watching him on, like, a PK, like, he he thinks the game just as good offensively as he does defensively. Yeah, no, he's not physical. But, like, I think he could probably play that. But he's like, so smart that he could. He's so smart. He doesn't, and he doesn't, like, get tired. He just
0: skates and skates. Yeah. And... Him and Morgan Riley would be a nice deep pair going D yeah, to D, though. So... That would be. I mean, Fedorov did it back in the day and looked good.
1: I mean, there's no fucking hitting anyway.
0: No. So it's not like, you know.
1: It's not like you need to be the biggest fucking defenseman out there anyway.
0: And you don't have to worry about Scotty Upshaw coming down on Mitch Marner and him and putting him out four to six weeks, right? Like, if I was if I was the GM or owner, I'm like, do I really want Mitch Marner going back for pucks? Yeah. Well, there's not really forechecking anymore, so he's no. not like he's going to get hurt.
1: No. I don't. just
0: think Sheldon Keefe, less is more up there, buddy. Yeah. Like, right now, I think, like, I don't know if he's just trying to get it away from everything else they've talked about. Like you said, they haven't been in a long playoff run. It just, it caught me off guard a little bit. I mean... It'll be interesting to see what goes on up there. So if we do see Mitch Marner playing D, I'm interested to see how it works. I think you're right about the defensive side and making plays. But if I was on the other team, I would want to forecheck him hard. Yeah. Like, how hard would you but forecheck add, him?
1: But add, like, add just, you know, three great forwards on the ice. And Marner's not one of them, but he gets to be on the ice with yeah. them. No, it's- and it, it, it makes sense. But then, like, you could argue that everyone should just put out fucking five forwards. And no one should play D, which is kind of the way the league's gone. Anyway. Yeah, that's
0: true. But then you put them out there with like, so you got Matthews, Nylander, and I guess bunting, right? And then you throw out Morgan Riley and Mitch Marner. I mean, you're going to probably have the puck the whole shift, right? So yeah. it's, you know, it's thinking outside the box, which you got to give Sheldon Keefe credit for. I'm interested to see what goes on up there this year, Up Dog. Uh, a couple PTOs sitting here with Mr. PTO himself. Nathan Beaulieu, one-year deal, 850. With the Ducks. I think it's a great signing. Yeah, it is. Calvin DeHaan got a one year deal, 850 with. It's funny because this was the time where you kind of know, right? Like, I remember when I was staying at your house in Florida, this time of training camp with like a week left, and I still didn't have a deal. I was like, I'm in one ups. I'm not getting a deal. I'm not getting a one way. So, for these guys to get it, it's got to feel good. James Deal, the real deal, James Deal, cut by the Blue Jackets. And um, I love John Tortorella for many reasons. He cut Antoine Roussel in about two days. I don't know what Roussel did, but he cut him right away. So. Um, and they got they're pretty
1: banged up there too, right? So that that happened. I thought just, Roussel
0: might have got a bit of a better look. I don't know what went on there, but for him to get cut that quick, I was surprised.
1: Yeah, it just yeah. You obviously know that when that's the case, you obviously weren't part of the plan. Yeah, because usually they want you there to.
0: Then why bring, it's, yeah, why bring him in though? Like as much, and I respect, like, I respect yourself, yeah. but like, yeah. don't bring a veteran guy in if you're not going to really give him a look.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I, it's, it's something I dealt with and I'm like, I questioned that too, but then I'm like, but they also like gave me the fucking spot.
0: They, they gave me a so chance. To, when you to signed be. your PTO, you did technically sign a two way, right? With the blues that, that first year or no, was it a two way technically? Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was. And then you, you just never went down. Yeah, they said it. They yeah, I think it had to have been a two way. Which is crazy, really. Yeah, me and Gomer
1: both signed. I think two ways. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I know. I signed a
0: two way. and I was fucking sent down the next day, but I, I turned it into three more years. Oh, it was, it was crazy. crazy. I just remember you saying it, it's two way O's, but they're telling me they're not going to send me down. I was like, <laughs> 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 they never did so. Uh, real quick, some sad news in Ottawa. Fuck, I, I talked last week to you about they got to get off to a good start. Well, Cam Talbot out five to seven weeks with upper body injury. I don't know. It just seems like these guys can't catch a break up there. I thought picking up Talbot was huge. We'll see up, dog. Five to seven weeks, he's gone, so that sucks for them. Like if, what, uh, what's their backup? Um, what do we got? We'll ask our, we'll our guest coming up here. Yeah, Nick, yeah. the Golden Buzzy oh, yeah, Fantasy. It'll be, it'll be a last round. Forsberg yeah. or something? We can look right here, actually. <clears throat> Let me look. But he he tweeted something out about it. Let me look. Yeah, Anton Forsberg is their backup goalie, making two point seven bananas. He's a waiver claim. Hmm. It just sucks in Ottawa. Like you're all fired up, you got Talbot, and then you, he gets hurt. I don't know. I yeah. just I feel bad for the bottom. I love Brady up. Kachuk. Banged up.
1: I know Brady. Yeah, they're gonna
0: have a good squad no matter what. <sighs> I don't know. they got to get off to a good start there. They're fucking in one. So Up Dog, that was the National League presented by our good friends at DraftKings promo code. Curfew Kings. And then last but not least least here, sorry, Curfew Calls presented by Canadip's promo code mm-hmm. Curfew Cali. I got a nice watermelon in right now. These watermelon ones are unreal. You want one? Fire. I got coffee. Curfew Calls, baby. I think it's sticking. I think the name's sticking, right? Is it official? Banger, Maxi, Curfew yeah, Calls? Yeah, we're sticking with it. We're sticking with it. Um, it seems we be picking up some traction. Yeah, there's a few. We got some beauties Should calling in. Let's pick so, them out of a hat right now? Let's pick uh, them out of a hat. Yeah, so this is your chance out there to call in with a story, chirp us, uh, you know, tell us what happened your weekend, want some advice, rip some players. Curfew calls, baby. What do we got, Maxie?
1: Here we go with our first one. Shut, uh, boys. Curfew calls. I'm sure you've he- heard about the uh, eating booty going around. <laughs> uh, my question for you boys is, What's it take for you to eat the booty and uh you just go out with the girl to get some Indian? Are you going to eat that ass or just be like, yo, you just jump in the shower and maybe we'll think about it? Well, that's <laughs> off to a great start this week's curfew calls. Well,
0: he goes, What was his name? Did we his, get a name? What was his name, Max? His
1: name's Sean McLaughlin.
0: Sean McLaughlin. Holy shit. Fuck, it's I wonder if he's ready back out. Brothers. Those McLaughlin guys are fucking. He so eating booty, ask, even if you take her out for Indian foodies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gotta say,
1: I, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Yeah. a lot of talk about eating booty online. Yeah, there is. It's. I think the kids are doing it. I think it's this this new thing. Yeah,
0: um, I don't know. Does it have to do with like you know I, I've I've you know I've heard some guys, some friends, some people I know that have gotten you know you know. Some throat but, cancer from eating uh, vagina. Uh, I mean, so now you just you go might, right. I don't
1: know. Is that what they're doing if now? If you dive into that, you might want to get an extra couple of checkups here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I would say. I would say I got Z
1: pack around you probably at all times. Yeah,
0: I got no problem eating the booty. No yeah, either. I mean it's part of the. I got one girl in mind I'm thinking about right now. Actually, (laughs) I used to love doing it too. (laughs) Um, Sean McLaughlin, your booty. uh, Your beauty, I guess. uh, (laughs) Your booty. Your booty. Uh, We got no problem with eating ass here at Mr. Curfew. I'll be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Next. All right. We got a response
1: to uh, one of our segments from last week. uh, Here from Ryan Smith.
4: Fellas, I'm glad you're bringing up this serious conversation of circumcisions. (laughs) I'm 21 years old. I was given to my old lady after the bar. I felt a pop almost. Like when you tear your ACL or pop your shoulder out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, like a true man, I finish the job. She goes in the bathroom, takes the leak, comes back. She goes, I'm bleeding. I don't know what's going on. I said, babe, it's not you. It's me. I moved my hand." (laughs) She's a nursing student. I have blood everywhere. She's like, we got to go to the hospital. My fucking luck. One of my good friend's mom's work in the ER that day. Go there. She's like, what's going on? I move my hand. She's like, I'll get you to see a doctor right away. So, go see the doctor. Pull my pants down. He starts laughing at me. I'm like, it's not a funny situation. No, he's like, you're going to look like a porn star for about a week or so. So, get snipped. You feel the sensation. The burnies, you smell your own dick. You walk out of there just in the most amount of pain. They give you these anti-boner pills. And I forgot to take it one day. Woke up, wet dream, and ripped my stitches. It was a hell of a time. Glad you guys brought up the serious subject. Good luck, fellas. Oh, oh, you
1: poor fucker. What's
0: his name? What's his name?
1: Ryan Smith. Ryan, Ryan Smith. Smith. Not to be mistaken no, for yeah. Captain Canada.
0: Yeah, who I used to hate.
1: Where do we start? How uh, about by what? not ever taking an anti boner pill? Well, yeah, Unless what is it? What's it? But anti- in this case, do not for- I need
0: in my life right Yeah, now.
1: but do not forget in this case.
0: <laughs> so what? He woke up with a morning He said he got the wet
1: dream his- and then he went you know, full throttle and just ripped it all. That's tough. That's <sighs> man, it's a tough way to start your morning. So let me get this straight. He was, he was thumping his girl. And he, he, he hadn't had ba- been. Circumcised. She went in the bathroom. No, but he hadn't been circumcised, so he must have tore like part of the skin, and then he had to get circumcised. Oh, I don't right? know, but that just—he uh. said he heard a pop, so something happened when he was on the inside, and yeah, so went then, downhill. So then from the there. doctors like, "We're we're gonna we're gonna snip you now." Wow. So he's like thirty one, I think he said. It fucking, that's nuts.
0: That is nuts. So we were bringing back all the pain with our <laughs> stories last week, I guess. <laughs> uh? I don't know, but I mean, just I didn't even know they made anti boner pills. I mean, yeah, what I, is that? Like, I don't know. What do you just? Drink too much, or why, why would you be anti-boulder pills? It's why? just
1: straight whiskey.
0: It's a whiskey <laughs> whiskey and a pill. dick. I have one of those. Ones. <laughs> I had one of those Saturday night. For fuck's sake,s <laughs> Smitty, Better days ahead. Hang in there, fella. <laughs> what do we right, got, Max? We got one more today. Our last one here.
1: Uh, this beauty from St. Louis as uh, a story with the I always
0: knew be- our listeners were beauties, but this confirms it.
4: Fellas, you two beauties. <laughs> the I too. love missing curfew. I listen to you guys every Thursday. Uh, this is Zach from St. Louis. I got a Zach. quick story. Uh, he's a bartender at this place called Wheelhouse. Uh, and uh, nice establishment. I think it was Bobbo, uh, Colton Pareko and Uppy, and they're doing car bombs one afternoon. Next thing you know, Updog's got his shirt off doing headstands <laughs> for all the ladies. Yes. <laughs> good times, good times. Sounds about right. Uh, I got a quick question. What's it going to take for you two beauties to get in a standbagger against the, the Chicklet Boys over there? I think that would make for some great content. Uh, as always, rest in peace, Jimmy. I'm out. Later. Great Zach, call. Zach. What, up? what, a what up,
1: Zach? Wheelhouse, by the way. Wheelhouse, great bar. great bar. Double decker, VIP up top, two big bars. All the, you know, St. Louis's finest in there.
0: I got to be right honest. Right next to
1: the ballpark. Good
0: spot. A- it's been a while since I see the top uh, shirt off headstand from the up duck. It's oh, been no, a while. I mean, like,
1: my, my my headstand
0: days are a little I'm bit I'm trying bad. to think of, like, the last time I saw it. It's got to be... It's got to be a year ago, at least, maybe, maybe more. Yeah. You used to break it out every weekend. Every weekend, he would break it out, boys. Every Friday, Saturday. And it was impressive. He was good at it. Like, you never really hurt yourself, did you?
1: No, I would just find different areas to do it on. Yeah. I've done it in some crazy spots. I think my craziest time I ever did it was in Portugal, in the middle of the street, on this bar stool. We were drinking with all these, like, locals there, me, Loops, and, you know, bar girls at the time. And I grabbed a bar stool, no wider than, you know, that and i in the middle of the street did the headstand straight up and i had all these port you know all yeah. these you know portuguese or <laughs> what do you call them yeah from Portugal. portuguese yeah they were locals Por- yeah portuguese and they were like
0: <claps> round of shots and beers and so yeah yeah no yeah. you were good at it
1: didn't you it do it on a the duffy
0: one time too you did on the duffy like on the back of the duffy where yeah, if you would have fallen stuck. in the water you did but you didn't ah, it was impressive yeah. yeah good core um so sandbagger I don't know. We've I mean, kind
1: of thrown it out there. Yeah. I got to be honest. Our golf game—I think we would tune the boys in. I,
0: I just don't think Wit wants you bombing. Wit just
1: won it. Uh, I saw it. I, I actually sent him a message. Congrats! He won a tournament this morning. I saw it on his Instagram. Nice. Um, so, congrats, Wit. But yeah, like boys, if you want to have it, like, let's do it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's it's up to them though. They got yeah. they do a great job with the film crew, and it's a entertaining thing. And, and I think
0: I think we kicked their ass. That's what I'd say. I think for sure that you just. I, I don't know if Witt wants you bombing to pass them all day. Bomb like You're gonna you're gonna hit it like three forty. I don't know how far Witt hits it. I, I, from what I've seen of his, he's got good game. He's really good. He's a scratch. Yeah. But like, does he want him, You know, does he want the up dog bombing to pass them all day? I mean, listen, it gets to you. I know Witt. I, I every Friday I play with him, he bombs it pass me. So we would all ov- we would obviously we be would hon- host
1: him at our, our club in Cali. We'd be honored to play against yeah.
0: him. Yeah. And what do you think business handicap is? Fifteen or something. Well, he's
1: the sandbagger. That's why it's called the sandbagger.
0: Because he's better than he. Yeah. That just. No, uh,
1: I'd say he's probably a fourteen.
0: You just play some golf. 14, games, 15.
1: Go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't played with him in a long, long time. But he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's going to make a couple putts.
0: I would say the time to get us was probably, they probably missed their window. I've been battling a bad fucking arm. You just had another kid. You might have missed your window, boys, if you yeah. were going to get us because we haven't been playing a lot of golf. Although we are playing Riviera tomorrow thanks to K-Wash. What a beauty. So, yeah. Zach, thank you. Biz and wet, you guys are fucking beauties. Anytime we'd be honored. Um, curfew Calls was presented by Canadips. Promo code Curfew Cali. Updog, our listeners, I knew they were beauties. Curfew Call is proven it even more.
1: And fans, if you guys want to jump in and join the Curfew Calls episode, feel free. Jump on. I think it's, Max, where is it? It's all over our uh, Instagram. Yeah? MissingCurfew.com slash Curfew Calls. There you go. Jump on. Leave us a minute and 15-second message. That's the longest you have to tell your story. And uh, if you keep it up, this heat, I mean, this was, this was a rock star trio here. It today. was awesome.
0: They killed it. It's missingcurfew.com slash curfew calls. Send it, fella. Send, Send it. it. Yes, sir. Our guest, the Golden Muzzy, coming up next to talk a little NHL fantasy hockey. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Updog, friend of the pod. He was rocking the fella shirt on NHL the other night with our girl Jackie. We got to talk about Fresh bad.
1: out of a New York, uh, New York trip. We got to yeah, dive into
3: that with him.
0: I know, I know. Nick alberga i like to call him the golden muzzy though (laughs) what's up fella how we doing
3: G-Muzz, for short, fellas, uh, it's an absolute honor to be on with you. I've been waiting a while to rebuttal like Kevin Conley. We'll get to that later on. But uh, what's going on with you guys?
0: Ah, uh, we're chilling, brother. The Golden Muzzy is one of the best handles in my uh, yeah, in my did, opinion. How did it come? How did yeah, it come, yeah, I mean,
1: just it just hit us straight here. Golden Muzzy. That's unreal.
3: I wish it was like a phenomenal story, but it really isn't. And I get asked this question quite a bit. But long story short, like 12 years ago in New Media Class, Roger Lajoie, who's like a legend in Toronto for radio broadcasting, was my teacher. He instructed us to maybe you know, look at making Twitter accounts, so I made one. It was Movember. For people who know me, I, I like to raise money in Movember for the duster, so I was growing one. I used to hack darts religiously, boys, for like <laughs> 10 years, so it came in a bit yellow. So I was like, how about the gold muzzy? not thinking it would stick the way it has for 12 years where it's like sort of been my brand and my personality right so that's that's the long of it i wish i had a better answer for you though
1: i wonder i was thinking maybe it was like a trophy that one of your ex-girlfriends gave you, something, you know,
0: the golden muzzy like hey. the old golden muzzy Like yeah, I want to go for a golden muzzy ride? i miss Very that right. muzzy huh i miss that golden muzzy
3: it's a new sex position right
0: yeah. <laughs> hey dude you talk about your twitter you're great on twitter um did it come naturally for you because You know, Updog's pretty good on Twitter himself. I'm not great at it. I I try to work at it. But it seems like, you know, we had Max Holm on last week after the President's Cup. And Max is unbelievable on on Twitter. Um, Did it come natural to you as well? Or have you worked at it? Because you're great at it.
3: I appreciate that. Like, it's it's one of those things when you get in broadcasting that they sort of tell you, like, if you want to make a name for yourself, you have to put yourself out there. And from day one, I've sort of felt that way. Um, I think from when Twitter started, I was like, what a better... You know, what a better place than just to voice my opinion on random shit. And the next thing you know, 12 years later, I have almost 20,000 followers. But I remember when I had zero. Like, I was an absolute dust working at NHL Network Radio. (laughs) Nobody was even paying attention to my tweets. But it's all about building engagement. And I think the one thing you guys have learned now popping over to the dark side is fans love to engage, whether it's with broadcasters or with former players. So that's probably the best way I would describe my time on social media. It's been a lot of fun, but I've got a lot of heat too. I'll say that.
0: I, I like your one little thing. It's just, we always just say, may someone make a trade. Hey, I like that mm-hmm. one. You're like make a trade someone. Hey, Dude, I
3: got a bunch of fucking shirts that I want to make one day. Just with the randomest shit that I've started on social media, dating back to John Tavares, him signing with the, like there's just so many different things that, would be absolute troll jobs on a shirt, but I think they would stick one day. Yeah,
1: I, I, right, what I agree. What would be your best one without giving away like We could help C-shirt. you out with that, yeah. by the way.
3: Yeah, like someone make a trade is like my most, someone my biggest one. Someone make a trade, yeah. Because I'm uh, a big proponent of activity in the NHL. Like people, that's the one thing that drives me nuts. People frame me as a Leafs fan. I was growing up. I've, I've turned into just an NHL fan, guys. Like I'll be up at 10.30 at night watching San Jose and the Islanders fantasy hockey betting like there's a variety of reasons i just love the sport but i just love trading and i think you know i don't want to humanize situation you guys played in the league it's a lot different than just your casual fan right because i was like i just want to fucking see a trade yeah. so that's pretty much what it's come down to and that's why it was created because i think there's a lack of activity in the salary cap world exactly
0: and i was just going to say that and, and you're not wrong and you're right when you, when you talk to ex-players us getting traded you know we got to pick up and move our whole, you know, whole life it was easy for us yeah. single guys but but to your point, there's not a lot of hockey trades anymore yeah. because of the salary cap. And some years it's fucking boring. You're like, someone make a fucking yeah, trade here. Some GM teams in last place shuffle the deck a bit.
1: Yeah, these GMs start playing fantasy fucking yeah, hockey like, with our, give our team your balls here. A tug here. Let's it move. becomes a little different when you get to know a young player and you see mm-hmm. like, does this kid have upside? <clears throat> does this kid have, have upside? But you know, we got a good team this year. This is our chance. Let's fucking shuffle them in for a veteran that can help. I mean, so much goes into it where fantasy, you're just like, fuck, my team sucks here. Trade, take all my
0: guys. I can't even make a trade in fucking NFL fantasy here. The updog won't trade with me. Cody won't trade. <laughs> no one will trade with me. And Muzzy, I don't know what the fuck to do.
3: Dude, a bunch of my buddies play with me in fantasy hockey. And I understand it's become sort of an expertise of mine over the years. Like, I've always had a passion for it. They're impossible to deal with because they want the moon <laughs> and they don't want me to rip them off. So yeah. I, I, I totally understand. And I'm sure when you guys try to deal together, it's the same shit, right?
0: Well, you would think as you know lifelong buddies for fifteen years of business partners, you think we'd be able to get a Kyler Murray as backup <laughs> yeah, quarterback, but little, he won't even—he won't even me his backup quarterback.
1: It's a little early. I'm keeping him as bait, and as you know, fantasy—it's like the depth of your lineup, man. Some at some point, some guys fucking starting <laughs> quarterbacks going down. I'm gonna need a wide receiver. It's just it wasn't right now. It's not a good time. I told you. Shady. It's
0: shady, bro. Let's get into the Islanders. We'll give you a chance to rip cons here and get back at Conley, our boy. But Barzell deal, something me and Updog touched on today on the pod. I was kind of shocked that he signed that extension already. What do you think about it?
3: It's funny. Just before I came on with you guys at Islanders fans uh, in my mentions in my tweets, you know, drawing the parallels to the 9.1 being in the contract drawing similarities to the number that John Tavares wears and the former captain of the New York Islanders, It's just Style Islanders fans. They're, they're <laughs> trying to find a reason why this guy's going to disappointment. Uh, I, I'm happy for <laughs> them. I think he's an unbelievable player. I just wonder in the long run, can he reach his potential in that system? We'll, we'll see if it's different under Lane Lambert. Uh, you know, Barry Trotz is out of the mix there, but it's still the same type of ideology with the same GM and everybody in place. But I started to wonder, too, like what that meant in terms of a trickle-down effect. All of a sudden, that Jack Hughes contract that everybody was chirping New Jersey for signing looks pretty damn good, if you ask me. Now.
0: said I, like a goddamn I, professional. I, yeah, I no, this guy's a pro. I could be right. So, what, what's what's going on with cons You got something you want to say to our boy Connolly? Right, this is yeah. your time to let him have, let him have it.
3: I know he fucking listens to this first <laughs> and foremost. So he, he 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 strolls on this podcast. What was it like? Five months ago, six months ago in the spring, and he talks about oh, Berg, Every time he gets bombed, he FaceTimes me. I want to set the record straight that Conley FaceTimes me as well. I remember a specific situation. It was the bubble playoffs. The New York Islanders in the bubble in Toronto. Fucking Islanders fans going nuts. JT's a leaf, whatever. I get a FaceTime from this guy. I'm at my parents place. Get a FaceTime from this guy. He's on the treadmill. I'm like, dude, we both like, what are you kidding? He's like, Muzz, you think we're going to win this one today? So I just want to set the record straight. Yeah, I am victim just like anybody else. Who doesn't send out a couple fucking bombs late at night when you've had a couple cocktails, you're, you're FaceTiming away a bit. Conley does get that call sometimes, <laughs> but I just wanted to reiterate that he calls me back. So I think we're friends. He doesn't want to admit it.
0: I like it. I like it. That's going to be a great clip. At least he calls you back. That's I will strong, say man. this: I, I love Cons, and Cons is the victim to the drunk dial. Yes, he he, he does like the odd FaceTime, or when he's had a few scotches at home, he does like to talk a little hockey.
3: So um, and he, he got rattled last time too, because I was in Vegas and I was like, "Hey, you got any pull in this place? I don't want to fucking wait in line. I'm a nobody. I don't want to wait in line. I thought Conley had some pull. Didn't work out that way."
0: Yeah, he's retired now. He he used to have all he used to have all the pull in the world, but I think he's retired when it comes to that. So, Muzzy, before we get into some fantasy stuff, yeah, me and Updog, we're talking about Mitch Marner on the back end. Up, he made some great points about you know obviously the Leafs are banged up up there. That's why Sheldon keeps trying it right now. But puck possession, you know, this and that. Is there any real truth to this up there? What's going on?
3: I think it's a load of bullshit, guys. Like. Again, I understand the story. If you're going to play somebody on D, would it not be Austin Matthews, one of the best players on the planet, as opposed to Mitch Marner? Like, I think from a defensive standpoint, I would trust Austin Matthews way more than I would trust Mitch Marner. And then on top of that, is this guy jumping in front of shots in front of the net? Like, I just don't see it from that aspect. I think reading in between the lines, what he actually meant was, let's say it's a six on four late or it's a pivotal moment in the game. You're trying to win a hockey game. That's when you roll him out on D I don't think he actually meant it where it's like a full game of Mitch Marner on defense. It just doesn't make much sense to me. It actually reminded me a lot of the time, a couple of years ago where a story filtered in the off season where it was like, yeah, the Leafs are contemplating rolling with three D and two forwards, which again, made no fucking sense. It never came to fruition. So I think it's pretty much your, your, your random, you know, preseason story. Cause there's nothing else brewing yeah. in Leafs town. So let's exactly. talk about it. I, I think there's no validation to it.
1: You put the poor guys up there dealing with the media. Oh, I can't. I, I couldn't.
3: <laughs> Thank God. I often said,
1: like, I, I, I missed out on playing in Canada because I, I would love to, to have been yeah. know, an NHL or in a Canadian city. But fuck, a full season of Toronto media, just be like, holy Christ. Toronto's
0: next level. Even to Vancouver. It's with like- the
1: teams they have and the reasons why they can't maybe win these fucking playoff series. It's like they're just it's dealing with bullshit all the time.
0: Yeah, and Austin Matthews pretending like Toronto's his home. That was just a fucking lie, too. He's out, he's <laughs> out of there, Muzzy. He's out of there in two years. So? I think he's out of there in two years. Yeah. We, we think LA, and then if Arizona gets a new barn, maybe there, but we think LA. That's what we think.
3: I just, I understand it's going to be a conversation till if or not he signs in that dotted line next summer. I just think, why wouldn't you want to be in this market? Like, he is everything. Everybody fucking loves him. I just, I just him. told you why. He gets paid all the money, he gets endorsements. I understand L.A., I understand Arizona to an extent, maybe New York and the Rangers. I just don't see another place where Austin Matthews can just do his thing and rip goals and be a celebrity the way he can here.
0: L.A., Hollywood, his yeah. boy Bieber. Dude, nobody's going to give boy a fuck
3: who, who Austin Matthews is there. You think they are? Yeah, I, I mean, do. when he
0: shows up to these parties with his little satchel that he has on, yeah, have <laughs> Bieber on his fucking, yeah. I but mean, yeah, think, they would yeah, care. So,
1: so let me ask you that. Do you think he cares that he's like Austin Matthews in Toronto? Like, yes. or... or Like, he's still sitting front row at every UFC match. Yeah, he's bigger
0: than Toronto. I I see what you're saying, but he's bigger than Toronto. Yeah, like, he is bigger. His name carries. Like,
3: I love his confidence, guys. Like, I just, I think the next move, logically, if you're going to give him that extension, you got to give him the C. I thought it was going to happen this summer. It hasn't happened. And again, this has to be incumbent, I think, on John Tavares to realize that, to hand it over. I don't even know if it's been a conversation, but that's probably my next step in this whole process is saying, hey, Austin, you're our everything. You mean everything to us. Here's the C. That's what I would.
1: Yeah, do. here's the C and $15 million a year. Exactly. And if you here's can an affo- endorsement. I don't you know if you afford- can or something. If Toronto can afford to fit that somewhere in their cap, I don't know how they can, but if you can afford the 15 <laughs> bananas that every other uh, team's yeah, going to I was going to say
0: them. that they'd rather John Tavares just say, hey, I'm going on long-term IR. Here's the captaincy and
4: take <laughs> my money off the books. Then they got, hey. something,
3: then they got something cooking. Hey, JT gets ripped a lot, guys. I think it takes a special person to be a captain in this market. You guys just mentioned that just the the hoopla surrounding this team every day. Just imagine being the fucking captain. I, I think he's a good shill for Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Riley. So I'm going to give John Tavares credit. I know his game has fallen off, but whose game doesn't fall off at this age? Given you know the track record and the resume and the longevity in his career, I think he's going to be okay. And speed's never been his game, so I, I, I would watch out for JT this year. Bounce back season.
0: No, I, everything you're saying is right for yeah. about seven million a year, not fucking eleven that he's making. I mean, he's yeah, but a re- is that his re- fault though? No, it's not his fault. And, and we, yeah. we listen. We talk about guys getting paid here and. And we want every guy to make as much as they can because we know more than anyone when it's over, it's over. And I'm happy mm-hmm. he's making that money. But if you're looking at it from the perspective of Kyle Dubas and Shanny and the Leafs, they're fucking in one because he's making 11. Yeah. And there's no way yeah. around it. You can say what you want mm-hmm. about him as a leader, the way he handles the media. I'm sure he's a great guy. But that's why they're in the position they are and why they may lose Austin Matthews, in my opinion.
3: Talk. But, O'Bs, uh, that's a bigger conversation. That ain't on John Tavares. That's on uh, We Can and We Will, Kyle Dubas, the GM of the Toronto, <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, right, and his famous hey, quote. This um, is- again, this is a big season for everybody involved, and I'm not chirping them. Like I, no, I know. It's a tough, tough job to do this. It's a tough job to be a GM in this league, and now the proof will be in the pudding. If they can't get the job done this year, if they can't win their first series in 18 fucking years, I can't believe that. Having won a Stanley Cup in 54, there's going to be some changes, and I think with that, It'll probably be one of the big four that heads out, maybe you know Marner or a Nylander, for that matter.
0: I mean, they're eventually going to win a series. It's just a matter of time when you got the <laughs> you best think. player of the planet. They're going to win. But I thought Dubis was going to get fired two years ago. So, so what do I know, Muzzy? <laughs> but we'll have you back on throughout the year to talk some yes, Leafs. So let's talk sure. some. Let's talk some fantasy real quick. Um, you did a great job. I saw you on there with our girl Jackie. Like I said, yeah. Um, maybe just give our listeners, you know, whatever, whatever you're thinking, some good guys, what stuff like that.
3: Yeah, so I'm doing a bunch of stuff once again this year. I just signed a deal with the Nation Network, so I'll be covering the Maple Leafs for the Leafs Nation uh, and doing some fantasy work for daily Faceoff. off um, And with that, I'll be providing sort of weekly mailbags, some guys to pick up. Also, co-host of the NHL Fantasy on Nice podcast. So with that, um, I know a lot of people are doing their drafts right now. I think for, for sleeper value, you look at guys like Jacob Vrana in that top six with Detroit. 21 goals in 37 total games with the Red Wings. I think there's a lot of value in a player like that. Alex Tuck, we just talked about Vegas, now goes to Buffalo, can finally be a top six player. Played 50 games last year with the Sabres at 12 goals, 38 points, a 62-point pace. Uh, Tyler Tafoli is another guy who I think could have a massive season playing on that top top line for the Calgary Flames. I think you want to talk about bounce-back candidates. We talked about a couple earlier. I'm really feeling Winnipeg maybe contrary to other people in this world and in this country. I like Connor Hellebuck to bounce back. Mark Shifley, I mentioned Dougie Hamilton already. Jacob Chikrin, guys, is a name to watch for in the next couple of weeks as he finally gets fucking out of the desert. We'll see. I'd want to play a couple of games of that mullet arena first before getting the, uh, the before getting sent <laughs> out there. Uh, and the rookie watch is another thing I would look at. Uh, Matty Baneers, I think he's got a high point ceiling here, maybe 60 points. The guy's a really, really good player. We're going to see that right away. Talked about Logan Thompson and Mason McTavish with the Anaheim Ducks. It's really, really shaping up to be the first true year back, if that makes sense. And that excites me, right? Like enough of this COVID shit. We can get on with life a bit.
0: I love that Mason McTavish pick, bro. He, I, he, I don't, I don't think they should have sent him back last year. It worked out well. He had a great, went to the Memorial Cup. Obviously, we know what he did with the World Juniors. But that kid's a stud, man. I think he's gonna have a big year. I want to ask you about a guy, Patrick Liney. I think this guy's gonna have a monster year with Johnny Hockey. Uh, a list I'm looking at, they got him down here 79th. I don't
3: know whose list is that. I don't
0: know whose. Li- it's just on the NHL. I don't know. It's not your. list. Okay, that's
3: NHL.com. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. NHL.com. Yeah. I mean, this guy. You think he's gonna have a monster year?
3: So shout out to Pete Jensen, my co-host of the NHL Fantasy on Ice podcast. Subscribe and listen, please. All right. Humble plug. (laughs) Uh, As for Line 8, I'm sort of lukewarm on Columbus. Like Johnny Goodrow goes home. Last time I checked, he's not from Columbus, but good on him. I hope he has a great time there. Very underrated city to party. You guys know this. I fucking love Columbus. Dave Paniota, good friend of the podcast, would attest to that. We've had some good rips there. I just don't know if it's Columbus's time. I do not know if it's Columbus's time. With all due respect to Boone Jenner, he is not Elias Lindholm. So he's likely to center that line. Maybe it's Cole Sillinger down the road. You know, maybe it's somebody else. Maybe they pick somebody up. But I think without a pivot like that, I think your game changes substantially. And from the La- line A point of view, I'm fading him. I-, I just can't get married to that file because he's a guy who's really, really let me down in the past. And he really, really struggles with consistency issues. So. Until he can prove day in and day out that he's going to snipe every second game or every game or or something along those lines, be the liney that we saw early on with Winnipeg, I'm probably fading uh, when it comes to drafting him that early, at least.
0: Wow. I, I love him. I'm buying his stock. I think he's going to be a monster <laughs> okay. fucking year. I'm buying You buy just him. like
1: the way he dresses. <laughs> I mean, listen, and he's just
0: like, fucking, yeah, he's out there. He's just he's a crazy finish bastard that can fucking rip it. And I think with Johnny Hockey throwing backhand sauce, it's going to be one-time city. I don't know. I just think... I think, I think Columbus is going to be a good squad, too. So I think it's all going to go hand in hand. And another guy I wanted to ask you about, Fred of the Pod. Uh, he's up in Cowtown driving a Dodge. Mackenzie Wieger. I th- I just think, like, Wiegzy, baby, he's down the list here. I don't yep. know. I think he's going to get lots of opportunity there. I think he's a good guy. And, and let me ask you, block shots, hits. All the same? Or what, how does it work? I don't even know. I'm a, I'm a, I am ai don't do NHL fantasy. I apologize. Yeah,
3: you're a bit of a newbie. I get newbie, it. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it, de- it depends on the league format and the settings. Every commissioner is different how they want to run their fantasy league. I think much similar, I would say, to fantasy football. Anybody out there who plays fantasy football. I think Mackenzie Weger is an attractive name going into this season. We'll see. There's a week left. I think an extension could be coming. Uh, maybe you guys know a bit more. They're working really, really hard. I just love the fact that Calgary went out there said, hey, this is the player we want in that deal. They got him. I think he's a really, really good fit in that market. And the one thing I'm looking at is Aaron Eckblad predominantly ran PP1 with the Panthers. Now is the chance for Uyghur to be that guy running the first power play line, uh, unit. The attachment of Elias Lindholm, you know, to guys like Kadri, to guys like, you know, Jonathan Huberto. There's a lot of talent and a lot of guys who can produce offense. And I think if Uyghur is put in that position to succeed, I think he's really going to bust loose offensively because, again, he's been a bit restricted the last couple of years with Aaron Ekblad. Uh, but from an even strength point of view, people don't know this either. He's one of the better point producers, even strength in the league. So Mackenzie Uyghur, very, very underrated. I think it was more so because of the market he played and he didn't get much play up. Yeah, yeah take the so. Wheezy He's a good baby. kid, yeah. Take
0: the Wheezy, baby. I, I, I would take it if I was playing fantasy.
3: He skates well. He keeps it simple.
0: He looks good in that uniform, too. He's been just posting pics mm-hmm. with his bucket off all training camp. I yeah. love it. He's got the swag. He's got the swag. So, Muzzy, you're a beauty, buddy. we got to get you back on again. We'll talk some more uh, Leafs and everything with you. But you're good for the game. Keep the Twitter humming, buddy. And we appreciate having you on Mr. Curfew.
3: Guys, thanks so much for having me and, and Updog. This uh you know brings peace to my heart because years back at the BioSteel camp, you kept dodging us. We were trying to get we were trying to get Updog on the fucking pod, and he kept going on the, <laughs> the back door. We we're trying to get him on NHL Network Radio. We're like, "Where's Up? Where's Up?" Couldn't find the guy. I was ready at the. Bar I was sneaking him. out to lunch hey <laughs> uh, the Cactus Club. They was calling my name. He was already buddy. He had a full. Hey, hey let's. He had a full schedule in Toronto. I'm not talking about
0: what when at BioSteel camp. He had a full day afterwards.
3: I get it. You are forgiven. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate of course, it. Of course, of course. Right, Thank thanks, you. brother.
0: Up, dog. Fella. A little, little fancy talk there. A little fancy talk. Muzzy. I would draft
1: Mackenzie Weger. You might have to, but you might get him at a at a little disky.
0: And I would draft Patrick Liney for people out there that are listening. I think he's going to have a monster season. I don't know how you do that in Columbus. <laughs> he loved Columbus. I was like, oh, I'm talking to I,
1: like, I know, but like, yeah, what do you know if you
0: love Columbus? Like, what do you really know? You should have said that. <laughs> hey, Muzzy, what do you really know? And he chirped Connolly. He came in guns ablaze in here. at he Mr. Sure curfew. did. It was nice to have him. It's nice to have a guy like an insider. We, we get a couple
1: insiders show up on yeah. our show. He was good. Yeah, he's fantasy tight, with, sports he's tight with
0: David, been the boys at fourth period too. He's Love a good it. kid. He's he's up and coming, great on Twitter, knows his fantasy. So check his shit out. Um, up Dog, we got next week, buddy. We got finally, we got some hockey. We got some European games that are already going to be played. And we're going to go through. We kind of did a little, a little bit there with the Muzzy because he was going rogue. He just was going Buck Diddy, talking about <laughs> Vegas and this and that. But we're going to go through every team or sorry, every conference pick our teams in and out, like we did last year. We yeah, Prinsio, straight up, straight up. We'll get see the cal- what's up. Get
1: the fucking calendar right. out, see where the teams are playing. It's time That's to make cold. some
0: bets, baby. It's been. i, I made, love it. I've I made a bet with you in a Draft long Kings time. Get the DraftKings account. Let's make again. some bets.
1: Put some fucking G notes in there. And get let's some cashes flowing. So, <laughs> uh, thanks, for golden dog,
0: thanks to the gold muzzy updog. Thanks you as always, Maxie, Binger. Hall pass me. love you. That was missing curfew.